0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the upper hand fantasy podcast. Now here's your host Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, let's do it. Let's get into the waiver wire, man. Let's get it popping. I have Traylon Burks here at number one. Um, so I have Traylon Burks and Paris Campbell at one and two, respectively. All right? Yep. I'll say this. If you want a sure thing, go Paris Campbell. Okay? If you want upside, go Traylon Burks. If you want a potential league winner, go Traylon Burks. Potential. That's the key word here.
1: Okay? <laughs> here we go. Throwing league winner around high- on the waiver wire. Said you got to at this Therese point when, when it comes yeah. to week
0: 11, week 12. There's no other league winners, by the way, on this list. Just, just wanted to say that. Because right. Traylon Burks, he's a, first, he's, a, he's a first-round pick. Okay? Uh, you know, he looked really good on Thursday night. He looked really good. Like, he looked really good. And yep. if you're shooting for upside and you want to shoot for a potential alpha wide receiver, you know, this is, you know, that's what he looked like on Thursday. And a lot of, a lot of the times these rookies end up breaking out in the second half of the year. So keep in mind, in this game, Burks only ran around 66% of dropbacks. So, like, yeah. think about his target share, right? Like, I, I'd assume that goes up this week to, like, 80 90%. Okay. Uh he still ended up with a 30% target share. He still ended up getting th- being targeted on 38% of his routes run. So those type of numbers like you got to take the plunge on that yeah. one. So if I'm looking for upside at wide receiver, I'm spending 50% of my fab, maybe more. I'm okay blowing the budget on him. It, you know, if I need upside, right? I'm looking at my team. I'm like, listen, this is a solid team, but I don't really have a lot of players who could really put it over the top for me. Um, if that's the case for you and you can use a wide receiver that you can plug into your lineup, you got you to gotta go for it with Traylon Burks. I would play the odds on this one.
1: Yeah. And remember that this is the guy the Titans drafted to just immediately replace, just one for one, A.J. Brown. And, you know, he reminds me a lot of A.J. Brown because he's a yard after the catch guy. And, you know, he can be a deep threat for them. And this is what they've been lacking, you know, with him out missing A few weeks with that injury he was out for a pretty long amount of time he came back finally um after Nick Westbrook Akina popped off you know obviously that was just uh just a fluke you know I'm not saying that and we we had this discussion yesterday about Deion Jackson I'm not you know crapping on Nick Westbrook Nick Westbrook Akina because I'm not a football player but Traylon Burks is obviously so much more talented and he's going to continue to get the looks in the passing game um he's going to add the dimension that they've been missing and it's going to be he's going to be much more consistent, you know, at receiver than Nick Westbrook-Akina is going to be as a wide receiver one. And if they can get any type of passing game going in an offense that has Derrick Henry, and Dontrell Hilliard hasn't looked bad in the backfield either, you know, as a receiving compliment to Derrick Henry, uh, this offense can be pretty good. You know, they've been missing that passing dimension. If anyone's going to bring it back, it's going to be Traylon Burks. And we talked about it. I mean, Demarcus Robinson is another one of those guys, you know, he's further down the list on the waiver wire that, you know, he could be a potential wide receiver one on an offense. You're not going to find many of those on the waiver wire. Here's another yeah. one in Traylon Burks that has, I think, a whole lot more upside than DeMarcus Robinson because, like you said, he's oh, yeah. a first round pick. His talent profile, his athleticism. It, I thought that he would have went even a little bit higher, maybe in the draft, but, um, you know, because people were comparing him to Debo Samuel. I'm not sure he's Debo Samuel quite. I think he kind of reminds reminds me more of AJ Brown. But if he's gonna step into that role in this Titans offense and they're gonna be making a push for the playoffs, you know, potentially the one seed if the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, trip a little bit. I think Traylon Burks should have really nice upside, like you said, and he should be top of the priority for waivers this week. It's it's, it's relatively thin anyway.
0: And the way that he was separating on the outside, especially late in that game when he caught that pass to take it, you know, in the into the red zone, like, that was super impressive. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, that was against Jair Alexander. I could was be it? wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it was. Was he wearing the like, right on, on the sleeves? Left- <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was – I think it was t- n- number 23, if I'm not mistaken. Ben, um, yes, that would be – But younger. it was super impressive, you know, and that was one of his knocks. Like, can you separate on the outside? And, you know, he showed that he could in that play. Yeah. Now, like I said, with Paris Campbell, I have him at number two. He's more of a tried-and-true pickup here. And I was surprised. Like, I can't believe he's available in this yeah. many leagues. I wasn't planning on him – planning on talking about him today. But then I looked at the numbers. I'm like, he's available – in uh so he's only he's rostered on in 54 percent of sleeper leagues 40 of yahoo leagues and 53 of espn leagues. so he's available in a lot of leagues here um yeah. and you know like we mentioned last week with matt ryan he has been killing it he had a tough matchup out of the slot this past week against philly coming into that game they've limited limited slot receivers to bottom 10 in fantasy points among all slot receivers so he had a, he still had a solid outing five or six targets for 67 yards. And now he goes up against Pittsburgh, which is a great matchup for slot receivers. And he could go, kind of go back to what we've been seeing, you know, with Matt Ryan, with those high reception numbers, even catching a touchdown, right? Tyler Boyd didn't take advantage of that matchup this week. That is a division game. They kind of know how Tyler Boyd works. So, you know, whatever. Uh, but a lot of other slot wide receivers did their thing before Tyler Boyd saw saw Pittsburgh last week. So, this could be a game where Paris Campbell goes back to what he was doing the week before, but the, this, this performance this past week, wasn't that bad. He just no. didn't catch a touchdown. Um, and I'll be happy if this is his floor, you know, if he, ha- if he continues to show the upside that he showed uh, the, the previous weeks with Matt Ryan.
1: Yeah. You just hit about everything I was going to say up to, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Up to the <laughs> sorry, fact <dude. laughs> that it was a decent performance last week against a good Philly defense. You know, was just like, Man, you, you hit it all. Yeah, that's Sorry, just man. the truth with Paris Campbell. <laughs> you, know
0: you know what? I, I, I got to leave, leave some for you sometimes. Sometimes I <laughs> get carried away here.
1: <laughs> no, you're good. I get it 100%. But yeah, with Paris Campbell, I, I'm surprised that he's on waiver wire too. I mean, I would have picked him up if he was on ours. I know you have him, right? Because you are I the do. Paris Campbell truther.
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so um, I wasn't surprised
1: I <laughs> to see that. But he has looked really good. You know, with Matt Ryan playing, it has been night and day. Matt Ryan versus Sam Ellinger and Hopefully we don't have to see any more Sam Sam Ellinger the rest of the season. Um, because Matt Ryan is doing much better in terms of fantasy production, not just for himself, but for the offense overall. And maybe it's Jeff Saturday, who knows, maybe that they were just waiting for that coaching change. They were just fed up with Frank Reich. They had enough and they, they went to Jeff Saturday to come in and change things. And it seems like he's doing pretty good. You know, he had the Eagles on the ropes, just Jeff Saturday. We said about this coaching change, how it could elevate the offense a little bit. You know, sometimes we see this happen. Um, I'm wondering if we're going to see this kind of taper off, this momentum that they have with Jeff Saturday, you know, coming in as the interim. I I don't think it's going to, as long as Matt Ryan keeps playing, but the offense looks much better. It's going to continue to run through Jonathan Taylor. And if Jonathan Taylor continues to do well, then this passing game is going to be wide open. And I made the comparison a couple, was it last week or the week before, about, you know, Matt Ryan. He had a big, big body receiver in Julio Jones. That's kind of like Michael Pittman, and he had a smaller guy but a faster guy in Russell Gage, With per- and I'm comparing him to Paris Campbell. And Russell Gage got a lot of targets. We've seen this with Matt Ryan before. So if Paris Campbell's on your wire, there's no reason not to pick him up.
0: Yeah, and this might uh, this might be kind of crazy, but I'm, I'm willing to spend up to 50, 50% of my fab on Paris Campbell at this point of the season. Um, there's not many wide receivers who you can kind of start as a top 24 option moving forward, uh, and I think he's one of them. So, you know, I, I prefer Traylon Burks. I will spend 50% or more on him this week. And I think Campbell's more of a kind of like a consolation prize, but a pretty good one, I would say. Yeah. Can I get your fab recommendations on these two guys?
1: Traylon Burks, uh, I'm good with, you know, spending however much you have, whatever's left. You know, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to get him with 20 or 25%, maybe even no. 30% if he's sitting there on the wire. I mean, I'd be, like, I'd be surprised if Traylon Burks wasn't. Was actually on the wire, maybe, but if he's there, go get him. I'd say drop it all. With Paris Campbell, I think 50 might be a little bit aggressive. I think it is aggressive. I think you could get away maybe with dropping that down to 25 or 30. That would be me. I'm not sure the upside is there, like you said, with Paris Campbell that Traylon Burks has. So I don't want to just go blowing it all on a floor guy. But yeah, I hear you. Paris Campbell has looked good. You know, he's one of the tried and true options, like you said. As long as Matt Ryan's playing, he's going to be a contributor. The only reason he's on the waiver wire is because Sam Ellinger started couple weeks in a row and it made him look bad so i think he'll he'll be fine for you i i think he can be a a value where trailing burks you're gonna have to be spending it all to get him
0: that's that's good context okay i got latavius murray here at number three if you badly need a running back you know i might prioritize latavius murray you know who i have here at number three um you know if i needed a flex i'd roll with the wide receivers that i just that we just mentioned before him yeah uh but murray is also kind of more of a short thing than Burks, but I will never prioritize Latavius Murray over Jalen Burks. Uh, yeah. So you know, if you're look if you're not looking to leave a little room for Burks, like not coming through, like it's somewhat clear that it's it's going to be Murray's show at least until Mike Boone is back. And and, and yeah. by the way, you know Boone is eligible to be back in Week 13 from that a high ankle sprain. No word whether he will come back in Week 13. And by the way, that's next week. It's already Week 12. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Apparently he has been working off to the side during practices lately. Uh, so he's a bit of a stash. Like Mike Boone's a bit of a stash in deep leagues. Uh, you know, maybe Marlon Mack who gets elevated from the practice squad joins Murray in a one-two punch potentially. Uh, but I'm moving forward, you know, assuming Murray will get at like at least 65% of the snaps. Um, I don't think he's even crossed 50% of snaps yet this season. Um, and he's going he to yeah, get most of the passing. Yeah, he's going to get most of the passing down work until Boone is back you know, and goal line work
1: too. So yeah, they have not at, they have them at 50% last week. <laughs> gotcha. <So laughs> before that, it was, <laughs> yeah, before that it was less than 50. So he just hit the fifty threshold.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay, good. Um, and I, I would expect that to go up this, this, this week, obviously without Melvin Gordon there. Uh, but his yards per carry over the last three games, uh, 3.29, 2.67, 2.88. Yucky. It's going to be inefficient. It's going to be like, not pretty, but, you know, he's going to have a goal line role and he'll probably he's been catching some passes out of the backfield, too. And this is with Melvin Gordon being the primary pass catcher in this offense. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to get some work. Yeah, It all he's comes gonna, down to opportunity, too.
1: He's going to be a floor option. Uh, and there's a lot of them on the waiver wire. But with Octavius Murray, you know, we never really said and no one would expect him to have any type of ceiling, especially on this Broncos offense. But. The Broncos don't score a whole lot of touchdowns, but when they do, it seems like it's going to Latavius Murray. I don't know. This is the way it's felt for me. Um, the passing game has been anemic, and the run game you know, has pretty much been the only thing maybe that has a little bit of consistency um, because I have a bunch of guys there in the backfield. But with Mike Boone out, Chase Evans, uh, he was there. Isn't he injured too? Yeah, the whole yeah, reason. Yeah,
0: Chase Evans has a high ankle sprain, yeah, so he's going to be out for a while.
1: The whole reason we're picking up and playing Latavius Murray is because of that. He, he's going to be a volume guy. I, I, Imagine
0: the, how much the Broncos wanted to get rid of Melvin Gordon, even though Chase Edmonds had a high ankle sprain. That's like that's gotta knew, be
1: pretty bad. Yeah. It's
0: bad. <laughs> they are frustrated. So that's it. He's done there.
1: Yeah. I am I, I was a little bit surprised by that, even though you know it's like midseason. At least maybe ride it out with them, you know, at this point. Because right. what do you have to lose? You know, you, you can have another guy in the backfield. Maybe they just want to. Maybe they want to make Latavius Murray the RB1 and give him 25 carries a game, you know? Just give us some sort of fantasy relevance. Maybe they're thinking of us and saying, okay, if the passing game isn't <laughs> going to work, we're just going to make Latavius Murray our de facto RB1. And maybe he can be, you know, something fantasy relevant for the guys playing fantasy. But I-, I think his floor is going to be what you're picking him up for. There's not much ceiling in this offense. Like I said, it's kind of giving me shades of the Texans' offense. Not quite as bad as the Texans' offense, but they don't score a lot of touchdowns. So Latavius Murray's upside is going to be kept big in that way.
0: He gets Carolina this week, which you know is a game that he can get some volume in. Uh, But then he has Baltimore and then Kansas City, so not the most amazing amazing matchups after Carolina, right? And I'm not spending up on Murray, like I'm probably going twenty to twenty five percent max personally.
1: That's if you need a running back. I think that's if you need a running back. Yeah, if you need a running back like me in my one league, I need a running back. But yep, I'm looking at all the waivers. You know, playing in a competitive league. None of these guys are available, so we'll see.
0: It's funny because I have I have zero fab left in the league that we're playing in. Yeah, I picked up Samaji Piran before that game, <laughs> and I picked right. up Greg Dortch before last night's game.
1: You you but you have, did you see these injuries coming? I didn't see them coming, but I was just Dr. like, hey, Sadiki, who's, a,
0: who's available? Are you,
1: are you, is there some foul play here? <laughs> are
0: you causing some injuries here? <laughs> Listen, man, I am not. I I don't I don't. I don't wish injury upon nobody and I don't, I don't practice voodoo, Right. but I just, uh, you know, I just play the odds
1: from now on. You need to tweet out your waiver wire ads. Yeah. Your pickups <laughs> right before the game. That's true. I did. <laughs> I know Christian Watson. And, uh, well, no,
0: I dropped Pacheco. So that didn't work out. I'm still, I'm going to hold on to that forever, by the way. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to hold on to it forever. Anyway. <laughs> all right. I got some AGP right here. Number four. I'd rather start, even though Latavius Murray, you know, it's tough. Latavius Murray is probably a decent start, too. Against mm. Probably a better start against Carolina than Samaje is against Tennessee. I don't know. It's close for me. I might want to start Piran over him, even in a tougher matchup. But you might only get him for one week. You might even not. Because yeah. Mixon, Mixon's in the concussion protocol right now. The chance chances are that Mixon's going to miss this week. But there's a chance that he can make it through concussion protocol. And we'll see. But you're not going to find out. So you're going to have to pick him up. I wouldn't spend a, a whole lot of fab like that, but if Mixon does miss, I would assume that he will play like 70% of snaps at least. Uh, he'll have a better role than Mixon had because he'll actually like not come off the field during yeah. passing downs in two minute situations. He's obviously not the better talent, but the role will be better because he'll get the Mixon role plus the P. Ryan role. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the downside of this is that he's going up against Tennessee, like I mentioned, which is one of the toughest matchup for running backs when it comes to fantasy. Um, He's still going to be like a top 15, 16 running back play for me this week because of the likely usage in the pass game. The Titans have given up the third most receptions to running back this season, so that's kind of where the hope lies for me. And yeah. potential goal line, goal line carries and th- that sort of thing um, because the the um, the Bengals are going to be able to uh, pass the ball against this Titans secondary, so there could be some goal line opportunities for him.
1: Yeah, and that's pretty much where the value lies. This is going to be a one-week rental at best with Simadra yeah. P. Ryan. And we have the short term tag on him for that reason. But um, if Jamar Chase would come back maybe this week, you know, does Samaje Piran become not as appealing of a play? I mean, I it don't know. More it could be. You think more appealing? Yeah, because I the, guess the, so.
0: The f- for for a running back, it's like the better the offense, the better for me. You yeah. know, it's like especially if you know they're the goal line guy. So Jamar Chase coming back, that would be I would perf- I would play Samaj over Latavius. And I, I'm assuming that Jamar Chase is back. Um, they just cut Mike Thomas um so that's that and i would assume that they did that to make room for to, to make room chase. for uh jamar chase yeah
1: yeah uh, okay that's true i guess if the offense is better that means more red zone trips more opportunities in that light and we know Samanjay so piran makes a killing running at that right pylon so we know best yeah maybe i guess if jamar chase comes back it, it wouldn't really affect his value but this is going to be one week rental i think that his value is going to come from the passing game, you know, catching passes. It might be tough sledding, like you said, against a, a tough defensive front in Tennessee. Samaj Piran, he—I I don't really have him down as like this fantastic runner. I mean, I, I've watched him play; he can run after yeah. the catch, but a, I, I don't think he's going to make much money between the tackles this week.
0: No, not this week. No, no not against Tennessee. Right. Uh, but he's he's decent decent RB two start for you. Um, Deshaun Watson, I have him here at number five because it's getting close now. And if you mm-hmm. need a quarterback, Deshaun Watson is available. Go get him. He's eligible to return week 13, which is not this week, but next week. So no. you just have to wait one more week before you can start him against Houston. He is top five upside for the best of the season once he starts. Yeah. Um, you know, the guy, you know, obviously like, guy like Joe Burrow, you know, he's like, you know, he's in that top five. Deshaun Watson could be right around that. That's his upside. Who knows if that's going to happen or not? He hasn't played football in a while. So this yeah. isn't a slam dunk, but it's a shot at upside, right? Like, you picked up Justin Fields for a reason. Deshaun Watson, you know, the same you region. want to pick him up as well.
1: Yeah. With, with Deshaun Watson, if Jacoby Percet can have big fancy days, which he had last week, you know, against yeah. the Bills. He threw all three teams. touchdowns. Yeah, against the Bills of all teams. Granted, it was yeah. garbage time. If Jacoby Percet can do that, Deshaun Watson can do that because there's still plenty of weapons on this offense. And Deshaun Watson, I think, more so than you know, being a better situation um, in Cleveland than he was in Houston, Deshaun Watson's you know return to football I think is going to raise this offense, especially guys like Amari Cooper and Diamond Peoples Jones to a new level. Maybe even David the Joker. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm more excited about his return for the rest of his rest of the offense than I am for his actually coming back to the game. But as a quarterback himself, you know you definitely want to pick him up. I would be genuinely surprised if he's not on somebody's team already at this point. You know, with his return so close, um, especially in competitive leagues. But I know in a couple of my other leagues, you know, I've had we have teams that are just holding on to him. They've been holding on to him since week yep. one, just waiting for him Crazy. to come back.
0: Yeah. What a waste. What a waste of a <laughs> roster spot. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this though, like in a lot of one quarterback leagues, he's not he's not rostered. He's less than fifty percent roster on every platform that I've seen so far. Um, so he's definitely gonna be available in some leagues. So it's just keep an eye on that if you were you know, starting guys like, you know, Geno Smith or, you know, that tier of quarterbacks, even Kyle Murray, you know, those guys. Diamond Peoples-Jones at number six, a guy who could benefit from Deshaun Watson coming back even more. He's already shown a serious floor. Uh, Speaking of floor, Michael Florio tweeted out (laughs) yesterday that Peoples – that was kind of corny – tweeted out (laughs) yesterday that Peoples-Jones is the only receiver to have at least 50 yards in seven games since week four. It's kind of a cherry picks that, but it's true. Yeah, And with Watson coming back, there might be some untapped uh, upside there. So yeah. he's been as consistent as they come regardless. So I'm, I'm pretty happy about this.
1: Yeah, he's done this in matchups against tough defenses, you know, against New England and against relatively bad defenses. You know, I don't want to call Cincinnati bad defense, but Atlanta, you know, Miami isn't a bad defense, but he had yards against them and just recently against Buffalo. So he's matchup proof, you know. He he, It doesn't matter who he plays, where he plays. I'm like, Amari Cooper, you know, he's been the anti-Amari Cooper. He's been so reliable, but he just doesn't have the upside. But, you know, if that's exactly what you're looking for in a waiver wire pickup receiver, he's going to be able to get it done for you each week. And he's continued to get better. His fantasy output has gone up the last four weeks. Granted, that range has only been from 11 points to 17 points. But, you know, he caught a touchdown, which is really, you know, promising. It was his first of the season. So if he's getting this type of run with Jacoby Brissett, the Trump could come back and distribute it even more. I, I think Donovan Peoples Jones could be in. You know, he could be a solid. I think wide receiver three, um, potentially low end wide receiver two upside each week with Donovan Peoples Jones. That's what he's had. But
0: hundred percent, hundred percent, and he finally caught a touchdown too, which was nice. Yeah. And then Demarcus Robinson, you mentioned him. Uh, we spoke about him yesterday too. Caught nine of nine targets from Lamar Jackson yesterday for 120. I'm sorry, on Sunday. For 128 yards. Uh clearly Lamar's favorite target in that game. Um yeah. obviously that will, you know, that will be Mark Andrews most weeks. Uh, but outside of Andrews, with without Rashad Bateman, if Robinson is the guy that Lamar trusts, there's some upside here. Uh, especially when you consider his schedule and especially his playoff schedule. He had Cleveland, Atlanta, and Pittsburgh, weeks 15, 16, and 17. That's a great yeah. that's a that, those are three great matchups right there. So if this works out, if Demarcus Robinson becomes his go-to wide receiver, then you want him on your roster.
1: Yeah, and that's what you have to do. You, we play this game with every position group on the Ravens, except for quarterback. The running backs—it's just you know flavor of the week. Receivers—it's flavor of the week. It's just who's it going to be this week that's going to be on the waiver wire? Because before it's Devin Duvernay, now it's Demarcus Robinson. With running backs, it's Gus Edwards, it's J.K. Dobbins, it's Kenyon Drake. These skill position players in Baltimore don't tend to get a whole lot of run week to week, um, and I'm not sure why that would be. The only player that continually gets that type of production would be Mark Andrews. But you know, you're just gonna gonna ride with a hot hand if Demarcus Robinson's coming off a performance, you know, where he caught nine to nine passes for hundred some yards. Why wouldn't you, add him, You know, take a shot, just a stab in the dark to see maybe you know if he can get a little traction in this offense because it was really windy. You know, the weather conditions weren't ideal, and that was kind of playing into the low scoring affair that it was. Granted that. Panthers defense is actually pretty good. Um, maybe you get this team in a better situation weather-wise, you know, and we know what the offense can be with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. The ceiling is, you know, sky high. Um, it could be a better week. We could see uh a few more promising performances from DeMarcus Robinson. I'm not saying that he's going to continue to have this type of production, but if anybody is going to have a shot to do it, you know, it's gonna be one either Demarcus Robinson or Devin DuVernay. And like I said. If Demarcus Robinson has one good week, you know who's to say he doesn't build on that in the next week, or at least have something similar, some s- some nice floor the next week after that. I, he's a waiver wire pickup, that's why he's on the waiver wire. You know, it's going to be uh, a little the, the, his production is going to fluctuate, but he he should be a nice he he'll be a nice add for you.
0: I, I would say so. You you never know, like maybe he just doesn't do anything for the rest of the season. Like that's very possible too, because yeah, he's had he's been a year, he's been in the league for a couple of years now. And it doesn't happen that often where a random dude, remember this guy was with Patrick Mahomes. Remember that yes. guy? He was <laughs> with that guy. So yeah. uh, if he ain't going to do it with Patrick Mahomes, he might not do it with Lamar either. So just keep that in mind. But Lamar might
1: favor him. You never yeah. know. This is Demarcus Robinson, who's been with two of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Just imagine if that was DJ Moore. Think about the quarterbacks DJ Moore has been with, or some of these other receivers, you know, that have just been stuck in bad situations. Like Terry McLaurin. I mean, I, Taylor Heineke's look good, but just like the Marcus Robinson's had some good luck at quarterback, you know, as far as he's thrown in the ball. hundred percent. 2400 sports is an odyssey company.